We are joined by none other than the legend, the man, the myth, the one, the only, your favorite mogul's favorite mogul, the godfather of the South, Jay Prince. How are you doing today, man? Oh, uh, yeah. It's all good, bro. Man, it, I'm so honored to have you on. And let me tell you something, Jay. I don't drink, but if I did drink, <laughs> yeah. I, I swear I would be popping a loyalty bottle with you right now. <laughs> this is so meaningful to me to have you on here, man. How's everything been on your side? Hey, man, life is beautiful, man. I can't complain. I, I started with nothing. That's beautiful, man. Well, I want to get right to it, man. There's so much that I want to talk to you about. But before I go any further, I want to ask you something in specific. You know, you're, you're, you're obviously, in my opinion, if you talk about the South, you are the, the centerpiece. The, the, you're on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, this right here is something that I wanted to ask you because I feel like your word is law. You're respected. There's been a lot of young artists that have been passing away recently. King Von, Mo3, Pop Smoke. I mean, this is something that's been going on for years. It's nothing new, unfortunately. I want to get your perspective on just the state of that side of hip-hop right now, what's going on with these young artists that are getting killed at an early age. Yeah. Um, first of all, let me send my condolences, man, to all of those families, if anybody uh, can hear my voice, you know what I mean? Because... I know firsthand what it feel like to lose a loved one. You know what I mean? Somebody that's close to your heart. But uh, as far as that question is concerned, man, uh, you know, rap right now, rappers are probably one of the most dangerous jobs you can have right now, man. You know what I mean? Just to be real about it. And, and with that being said, you know, one have to like embrace the reality of of even wanting to be a rapper. And 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 once you do that, then it's it's choices uh that's attached to our daily walk in life. And depending on the choices that we make is gonna have a lot to do with the destination where we end up. And and with that being said, you know, we when you ask me a question like that, I have to be real because I understand that I can't do nothing to bring back the dead, but maybe I can share some wisdom to help those that's alive right now. Now, with that being said, if you campaign, you're going to get elected. Man, you know what I mean? The ones that campaign, you're going to get elected. And there's a two-edged sword to that. If it's good, you going you can draw good energy to yourself, or if it's bad, you can draw bad energy to yourself. So based on the decisions you make, based on the mindset that you have, you know what I mean? You have to make a decision and say, okay, I want to be here to raise my kids. You know, I want I want to see that picture. You know what I mean? I don't want to leave my kids in the hand of uh, somebody, or maybe a pervert, anybody, that want to play with your kids when when you're gone. So, you know, these are the kind of decisions that I made where I changed my life, where I decided to go after the movement over the moment. You know what I mean? I, I tapped in the powers that was greater than the powers that would keep me in bondage and, and, and bondage and make me, you know, act foolishly unnecessarily. You know what I mean? So I, every time I decided that I may want to go back to the old me 
or act without wisdom, I thought about my kids. I thought about my family. I thought about something of longevity that uh, made me uh, behave in a manner in which I wanted to live. And I think a lot of these artists have to really come to a realization that you can die and, and they have to have a, 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 a mind change to the extent where they want to live, man. So, so many people don't even want to live and so many people are fools, you know what I mean? And a fool despises wisdom and a fool, you know what I mean, may decide he want to run off a cliff. Just make sure you're not in the car with him when he's running off the cliff. Absolutely, man. I appreciate those words of wisdom. I consider you the ultimate entrepreneur. You know, I've studied your story. I didn't need to do a whole lot of research. Uh, the reason I, I fell in love with hip hop, my brother, my older brother, uh, put me onto the Ghetto Boys uh, at a very young age. And needless to say, had it not been for the Ghetto Boys, uh, I don't know what would have happened with my life. And you obviously architect all of that. You made a decision pretty early on. Uh, at, I believe at 28 years old, if not earlier, that you wanted to be self, self-made, self-employed. You wanted to be your own boss. What was the, the determining factor when you made that decision to say, I don't want to work for nobody? What, what was that moment for you? Well, you know, I got fired. Uh, I was trying to be a president of a bank. You know what I mean? When I was like 18 years old, man, I, uh, I, I actually thought I could be president of this bank. And uh, they fired me. And it wasn't because of a fault of mine. It wasn't because of nothing I'd done. And I vowed from that day forward that I don't want to work for nobody and give them that kind of power to shorten my growth no more in life. You know what I mean? So it was it was an experience like that that caused me to embrace, you know, the mentality of wanting to build my own empire. So you 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 made that decision to build your own empire. You formed Rap a Lot Records in 1987, correct? Or was it 88? 87, 88. Yeah, 87, 86. You know, Rap a Lot was formed. You know, I I went through a lot of things before I uh, made it there. But uh, yeah, definitely in 1986 that happened. Well, like, if you don't mind me asking, because you've inspired so many people, you've inspired so many movements. Was there a specific record label that actually inspired you to form Rap Yeah, I, yeah I, I, was, I was inspired by Def Jam. You know, I was inspired by the artists. You know, I saw, you know, the Run DMC, the LL Cool J, Houdini, you know what I mean? I saw all of those guys to the extent where I saw their checks. And when I saw their checks, you know, I, I knew Leo Cohen. Me and Leo Cohen, you know, was cool. I met him in Houston at the time. He was the manager of Ron DMC and LL and the Beastie Boys. So, you know, I met these guys when they would come to my city. You know, I'm the first one that... uh put Ron under a Rolls Royce. I'm the first one that sold Jam Master J's first Rolex. So I was out there in the midst of anybody that came into my city, you know what I mean? I introduced myself, they introduced themselves, and, uh, you know, I just started observing the movement. And that's what it was. And then, and then you just made the decision to start up the label. 
and the rest is history. You know, I consider you the ultimate entrepreneur, the ultimate businessman. You've had your hand in a number of things. You recently published this book, The Art and Science of Respect. Love the book, may I add. And uh, you got this new wine out, Loyalty Wines, man. I want to know a little bit more about uh, your latest endeavor with this, man. Uh, how did this come about? What, made, what was the decision made into wanting to have your own, uh, you know, your own wine? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I, you know, I had the opportunity, man, to, to visit vineyards, you know, in Napa Valley. And, you know, I had the opportunity to, uh, you know, study uh, a lot of uh, the wine connoisseurs and everything. And, but, but most of all, you know, I started drinking uh, uh, a little wine in my winding down time uh, after I saw this surgeon. His name was Dr. Red Duke. And I listened to him speak on the benefits, the health benefits, where wine was concerned. You know, a glass of wine a day how it can be healthy for your heart and different things like that. So I was moved to start sipping a little bit, you know, of course, in moderation. And from there, that was from a personal perspective. But when I had an opportunity to observe uh, wine from a wine and champagne from a, a business perspective, I'm like, okay, well, what's missing here? What would I need to really uh, push me into the, the spirit business? And that's when I came up with the name Loyalty. You know, the Loyalty name was icing on the cake for me because, you know, now we're dealing with something that, you know, complement my lifestyle. Now we're dealing with something that we can celebrate with all the victories that we have in the future. You know what I mean? Because nobody have accomplished anything without having some loyalty involved. And uh, yeah, those are the ingredients, man. So is, is the wine available already? Is it on, is on sale on, on, on the internet, on the website? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. If you go to my Instagram, you know, the, the site, you can uh, push the link to order. Uh, the Loyalty Wine Instagram is also a place to order. Uh, the wine is doing great too, man. I, I underestimated how well it was going to do. You know, I uh, pressed a half a million dollars worth of press. <laughs> I ordered, I'm thinking about CDs and different things, right? <laughs> but I ordered, <laughs> I ordered a half a million dollars worth of, uh, of, of the drinks and everything, man. And I had the first distributor purchase everything. So we're playing, we're playing catch up right now. You make sure to get that loyalty wines. Like you said, it's available. You go over to his Instagram, check it out. Click the link, support the hustle as always, man. You got multiple flavors as well. So, you know, like I told you, I don't drink, but I'm a pop one for you, man. I got to, you know. Uh, yeah, just step a little bit. It ain't, ain't going to hurt you. It's good for you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, one of the things I wanted to ask you, because we talk about being a businessman, and one, one passion that we share I'm sure is uh, professional boxing. You know, I'm an avid boxing fan. I've had a lot of pro boxers on my show. And yeah. you've had a lot of generational talents that you've actually worked with and that you've managed, starting with Floyd. You've had Andre Ward. And recently, you have someone that I've been keeping up with since he was an amateur, someone that's, that was a stud in the Olympics. And I, I really, truly believe this kid's going to be a, a big star. And you're, you're smiling because you know who I'm about to say. Yeah, <laughs> the, sure I know. Shakur I, I, I just got through watching it before. 
<laughs> the Corey Stevenson, he got to fight coming up here in a couple of weeks on, yeah. on ESPN. Uh, what can you say about this kid, Shakur, what you see in this kid? Because I'm going to tell you something. For me, when I think of you, I think of generational talents. I think of Scarface. I think of Drake. I think of Floyd. I think of Andre Ward. And I truly believe, not to oversell Shakur, but he's cut of that ilk. Oh, yeah. No, most, def no, most definitely, man. Shakur is definitely what I consider elite, one-of-a-kind fighter. You know what I mean? And uh, he going to bag up everything you're saying about him, you know, and, and more. You know what I mean? He's special, and I just can't wait to opportunity present itself where he, uh, you know, going to show and prove. But, yeah, real special kid, man. I want you to do this favor. Hearing two fights, I want Lomachenko in there with them so everybody can see the business because they're riding yeah. around the same way. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, no, I, we we we're looking forward to that smoke. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Uh, but let me ask you, so how did you get into boxing? Because obviously, boxing's a big passion of mine. I don't know that a lot of the the hip hop community knows how deep you are into boxing, how much you've actually contributed to the sport. You have your own gym. Uh, you know, you, you, you dabbled into the promotions as well and you managed fighters. Like, how did that start for you? Yeah, boxing was always my first love, man. I was distracted by the music game, but boxing always was my first love. And, you know, having like-minded individuals around me that, you know, was doing boxing and also uh, just stepping out on fate, man. You know what I mean? With, with what I believed in, you know, it all came together you know it all came together and and now you know i'm 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 like i'm like a kid in a candy store yeah, around yeah. boxing I, I love the sport of boxing i, I mean and, and you've done a, a sensational job working with the tenant that you have you've had up to this point obviously i wish we could have got andre ward and, and canelo alvarez at 168 that would have been blockbuster but i know i know andre's doing the commentating thing hopefully you know he gets back to it, but uh, yeah, you know, I've always wanted to know about that because I feel like, you know, with with what you've done in music, you've been able to have a very similar success in in the boxing realm. And yeah, yeah man, I, I I don't know, man. I, I I just want you to get Shakur on the show sometime. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, we can make that happen. We can make that happen, man. Shakur is, I'm I'm glad you you know you have the. Uh, discernment to be able to, to see that, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people, they see it from a surface deep perspective, but man, it's Shakur special, man. No, he's generational is what it is. He's generational. Yeah. And you, you see those fighters come in, you know, once every 10 years and he's one of those fighters, you know, in my right. opinion, uh, right. he doesn't get hit. <laughs> he doesn't right. get hit. So, uh, but yeah, no, I just kind of wanted to ask about the bots and stuff. You know, I know that we're talking about that now. Going back to hip hop, you know, I, I wanted to ask you because obviously the, the 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 term in the South is everybody's gangster until Jay Prince shows up. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you feel about having that reputation of being? I don't like to say the most feared, but I've, you know, obviously the most respected, in my opinion. Like that is honestly how I feel. People hold you uh, in terms of the standard they hold you to. Yeah, I, I think it's respect too. You know, I don't, I don't uh, never want to consider myself a, a, a booger man, a, a somebody that's feared. But I, I love the word respect, and I, and I like to give it 
as well. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it feels good to be respected. It feels good to, uh, to give respect also. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like real, real big on that one. From an entrepreneurship standpoint, obviously, you know, you've laid the blueprint, you know, for a lot of people, like I mentioned, you know, and I came up with the term that you're everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite mogul, you're their favorite mogul. And, you know, you, 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 you've big broed a lot of these guys, you know, you've mentored a lot of these guys from the masterpiece on down. And, you know, for me, now that I have you here uh, speaking to the platform, you know, the name of the show is called Nothing Beats Experience. And when it comes to experience, I mean, I don't know that anybody has more than you, you know, your, your career stretched over now. You're into your fifth decade, the 80s, the 90s, 2000, 2010s, now the 2020s. Yeah. What advice would you give to somebody not only looking to break into the music business, just from your experience, what can you learn in terms of just entrepreneurship, you know, how, how you know, whatever, whatever it may be in regards to just pursuing their passion? Yeah. Uh, the advice I would give anybody that's... Uh, trying to come up in on any platform is uh is to educate yourself equip yourself you know with as much education as possible and stay away from bad habits you know it, it's those are two uh of the in ingredients or uh, two bondages lack of education and bad habits that i've witnessed like handicap you know homie after homie you know what i mean it it, it them two paralyzed individuals so uh equip yourself education wise and reading books man you know it took me a long time to to become a reader and once i became a reader i can't even explain how my game went to a whole different level you know what i mean so i want to stress the importance of reading because in the household or uh, in the hood where I came from, you know, wasn't nobody, wasn't nothing hip about reading, right? You know what I mean? We just, just was a sad thing for me to do. But from a business perspective, from a growth perspective, man, ain't nothing like being able to read. Hey, readers are leaders, man. Mm. I just put this that plain, you know, readers are leaders. You know, if you show me a leader, he was a reader. So, yeah, I have to say that, man. And, and from there, you know, exercise. I would advise every entrepreneur to exercise the gift of prayer. It's free. You know what I mean? Whatever you want to become, whoever you want to become, why not talk to the man that own it all? The creator, right? You know what I mean? Ask him to, to help you, to bless you or whatnot along your journey. A lot of people are, uh, think something weak about praying. You know, you got people that are ignorant, right? They think it's something weak where God is concerned and where exercise and prayer is concerned. And my advice to all of them is to, uh, it's weak to not do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where the real weakness come into play when you don't acknowledge the creator of this universe. So, yeah, if they can just, I can go on and on about that one, but I've given them enough to uh, make it all the way to the top of the mountain. And that's why you got to buy the book. You know, we got to plug the book one more time. Yeah, the art and science of respect. The art and science of respect. You know, we, we, we got to have a movie. We got to have a movie at some point 
full motion picture, you know, the, the, the Jay print, the Jay print story, you know, but from a leadership perspective, I do want to ask you, you know, I think one thing about being a leader is knowing how to identify talent. When I was watching an interview on you the other day, and you talked about the formation of the ghetto boys and what a lot of people don't realize is this wasn't a group prior to you finding these guys, recruiting these guys and identifying the talent in these guys, you know, seeing the quality, the star quality in a Bushwick bill, seeing the quality in a Scarface and, and a Willie D. My question to you is, you know, I mentioned the generational talents that you've been associated with, the people that you've worked with. What is the one quality that you look for in a talent or someone that you want to invest into from whatever perspective, you know, to build up whenever you're looking for talent from a leadership perspective? Uh, not, not afraid to be different. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of followers. What make a leader is somebody that's not afraid of being different. In other words, just because everybody rapping this way, you don't have to imitate that. You, you, you try and be creative and do something that separates you, that cause you to stand up apart from a lot of the followers. So I look for that, that sound and an artist that's different from everybody else. You know, show me something new because I don't want no uh, 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 somebody sounding like Baby. You know, Lil Baby, he got that. Or Dub Baby, he got that. That lane. So try to try to do something different. Don't be afraid of being different. So I, I guess the question now is, obviously in your time of working with all the talent that you've worked with, has there ever been a talent that you passed up on that not so much you regret? Because you don't strike me as someone that, that regrets much, you know. You, you, but someone, so a talent that you may have passed on that you had the opportunity to say, you know what, I could have gotten involved with that situation and I passed on it, whether it be timing. Hey, most definitely. It's it been more than one. But i tell you one, that uh, you out there in Dallas, right? Yes, sir. Okay, he was from Dallas as well when I when I had opportunity to sign him. You know, I met him down in Houston. He's in my studio for a couple of weeks. I, the guy that was working for me at the time, I told him to sign him. I say, sign this guy. You know, this is when I was unfocused and was hustling in the street versus being focused on my business. But he brought me this song, Ice Ice Baby. Mm. And I had enough sense to like the song and give direction to my partner to sign him, but my partner didn't sign him because he didn't like him. So when I heard the song Ice Ice Baby on the radio, I got happy, started rejoicing because I'm like, oh, I got a contract on this dude. Only to find out, no, I didn't sign him. He didn't, I didn't like him. Now, this dude sold like 12 million records about it. <laughs> Multiply that times $12. So that's $144 million. Wow. <laughs> Understand that. So, yeah, that's, that's one that... Uh, I used as a stepping stone to never allow that to happen happen to me again. Though. You know, you you mentioned uh, physical sales. What what to you has been the biggest transition from the 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 music industry that you walked into to the current day music industry now? Oh man, you know the answer to that. The social media, man, the streams. The, I mean, they got so many uh, uh, new things that's taking place that's generating money now, man. Until this. This is a land of milk and honey, man. 
we, we talk about social media and I'm glad that you mentioned that because for me, you know, I was thinking about this recently and I was going, you know, never in my lifetime did I ever think that I would see people question Michael Jordan's greatness. And people are doing that now through social media with the comparisons with him and LeBron. And I, I see these things. And then you had the incident with you and NBA Youngboy where NBA Youngboy, I mean, for lack of better words, a lot of people felt that he was disrespecting you. And it was all being done through social media. Social media as a whole, you know, the tool, because I mean, it could be used for reach and obviously now where we're at. But for you, seeing that you've lived and been through all different phases of this industry, what is your perspective on that side of it where people are just like, I don't know, brave for lack of better words on social media now and feel like they could just say whatever they want without consequences? Yeah, well, that's a that's a part of the reason why a lot of uh, the, 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 the rate has went up on the depth where hip hop is concerned due to that very uh, fact where social media is concerned. You know, the truth of the matter is life and death is in the tongue. You know what I mean? You can say the wrong thing and die and you can say the right thing and live. You know what I mean? That's just a biblical principle. Life and death is in the tongue. And to be able to uh, throw a rock and hide your hand the way they're doing today is, uh, is you know, is an interesting thing, man. And, you know, one just have to uh, pick and choose their battles wisely. You know, that's, that's, that, you know, that's, that's about the only, because what they're doing, a lot of them is playing. You know, that thing is like a game to, to most. And a lot of people don't receive it that way. So, you know, there's some interesting times, man, and we all have to adjust. You know what I mean? Like me, I understand that if you try to attack everybody that say something on that social media, you're going to try to kill the world. <laughs> you're going to be in trouble, <laughs> right? So, you know what I mean? You can't allow uh, fools to take you down to their level. You know what I mean? You have to understand uh, uh, every fight ain't a good fight. Yeah, it's like the filtering process has been removed and, the, the inmates are running wild. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I mean, like I said, I, I, I think it's just for me, when I, when I view people like yourself, you know, people like a Michael Jordan, like I just never in my wildest dreams would have ever envisioned people coming sideways on social media. But then again, you know, this is the generation we live in now. You know, everybody's generation wants to be the, the, the right one, the, the leaders per se. And so they, they, they have a tendency to try to sometimes discredit uh those before them but um i know i was playing around earlier about a motion picture but are we ever going to get an actual full film on your life and your story yeah i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to that uh i'm actually uh, been having a few conversations about it you know recently someone just called me and told me denzel washington's son reached out to him and said he want to play me mm. so that was uh that was interesting to hear because I've, I've been wondering who who could play me. So uh, I'm looking forward to future conversations about that. For those don't know that don't know who Denzel Washington's son is, he started the TV show Ballers alongside The Rock. Very good actor. I think he would do a sensational job playing me. So I really hope that 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 comes to fruition for sure. 
Uh, well, Jay, you know, I know you got a lot more going on. Uh, we we got to do this again. Hopefully, you know, once this pandemic passes, we get in studio. Hopefully you can link up and give me with Shakur here sometime in the next few weeks prior to the fight. Thank you so much for your time. Loyalty Wines, it's available now. You can purchase it now on your Instagram as well as on the website. Will it be in store soon? Oh, yeah, very soon. Hey, well, whenever we do, if you come through here, allow us to, to do the big festive party for you, man. You're well-deserving of it. You're well-respected. You know, I, I can't say it enough. It's an honor to have you on the show. And, uh, man, I don't know if you have anything else to say before we get out of here. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. <laughs>